0: Welcome to Things That Will Help with Buffy Barfoot. This podcast explores what it's like to be human and how to find tools to feel clear, grounded, and happier. The weekly theme will be simple as well as rich and something you can apply to your real life. The human stories ahead do not negate the hard or the dark, but rather point to the lighthouses along the way. This is Buffy. How do we balance discipline and rituals with um, spontaneity and play? Today's topic is still in the infancy stage for me, or maybe it's not even an infant. It's still it's still kind of in the womb, <laughs> but I decided that that I want to talk to you about it anyway before I know exactly what it will be because I have a feeling that many of you might be wondering about this and and wrestling with something similar in your life. I love routine and I love ritual. and I have over the years, become very productive and protective in certain ways um, over over that, especially now that I'm a mother who's basically staying home and caring for two small children. My free time to myself is extremely limited and cherished and i intend to and usually use that time really well and it's structured in ways that have historically made me feel really balanced but last week my back and my neck felt really tweaked and it it just um it got me thinking that while i know how to clear the kind of achiness that I was having, I know how to clear that in my body, usually with some yoga therapeutics, that I haven't been doing it. I, ha- I have mostly been riding my Peloton bike because it's a 30-minute a kind of pouring sweat afterwards, endorphin rush, and it, and it starts my day well, and it's, it's easy to have a start and an end time to that. And... I tend to have those disciplined barnacles bolted into my week, which are good, but not always intuitive to what my system as a whole needs. And so I started thinking, and um, by the way, this this episode is not about exercise or any one thing like that, so stay with me, even if that's not your jam. But I started thinking, what if I begin each day with a prescription, a prescription that's born out of intuition, out of tuning in, and out of discipline and desire for balance. And I think the first thing to know is that in order to arrive at a life where we we choose the components of our day to bring us more alive and into more balance, we have to to not just be in survival mode. And and frankly, sometimes in life, that's just where you are. Survival mode is all you can do. And just putting on your pants and making it out of the door without a catastrophic event or incident is the goal. And I, I want to note here that I see you and I know this place to be a real place where intuition feels like a luxury and where it's something you kind of scoff at. And so if that's where you are, I hold space for you there and know that that will be temporary and that your nervous system will calibrate and you will find yourself at choice once again. So breathe and be patient if you're in survival mode. But if we can be in a space in our lives where we are doing more than just surviving the windstorm, and we can ask ourselves, what do I need in this moment? What do I need in this day? That's a really remarkable place to be. And so let's talk about the small day and and the big life. I think that we have to cup both in our hands at the same time, keeping our big dreams on the stove and, and, and stirring them and looking under the lid to see how they're coming along. And we can also ask, what is going to bring balance and joy and goodness into this day that I've been given? And how can my small choices play into those, into those big dreams that are simmering on the stove? Just in the last six days, I have gotten to be in the room with at different times with three of my favorite women, and these are like soul sisters, people I can really go to the wall with, and I've gotten to spend a few hours with each of them, and all three of them, because I was working on this topic, I asked all three of them about it, and all three of these women are masterful artists in their own way. And when I ask them about this prescription idea, like what do they need more of and how tightly do they hold their daily rituals? And in terms of rituals, I'm talking about about movement, but I'm also talking about food and perspective and how soft and hard you are in terms of discipline and how much you change course and how much you check in with what is directing you in a different direction. And one of the the wise 3 told me that she's she's really good at feeling her way through a day. And what would be medicinal for her is to tack in more structure and more discipline because she easily lives in the seat of her intuition. She kind of sometimes seems like she's almost on a different plane. And so she craves more regularity and ritual to bring into her life so that she can come closer towards the midline of balance. And the second woman that I talked to of this wise three told me, That she had created a formula of self-care that she basically does every day, but that it has an asterisk next to it, and that she allows herself to trade her run for a hike with a friend or something like that, and that she has a few things to choose from. And she said Sundays were always the day that she rested and allowed her body to recover. And that she has learned not to check in with herself, mostly, because she doesn't trust herself to make the healthy choice or the choice that she needs. And so her asterisk of variability is a pretty small window of choice. And within those rules and that formula of self-care, she's thriving, and my my third wise woman immediately when i asked her she immediately went to her longing for play and for spontaneity and intuition because she already has a lot of structure and chopping wood and carrying water things that are non-negotiable in her day and so she she craves giving herself the permission to to turn the regular wednesday morning into a into a party by abandoning her smoothie and coffee ritual and saying yes to her son who asks if they can go and get donuts and she wants her day to feel more improvisational and fluid so that she's not bound to the pillars of the the piles on her desk and in her heart and Then I went to my own drawing board to look at it. And I, like I said, I love the rhythm of routine. I love the familiarity of ritual and the satisfaction of returning to the same thing over and over again. And most of the time, it doesn't bore me. It anchors me. It tacks me into a feeling that I'm at home and that I'm okay. Until it tips over (laughs) and spills out. And that ritual means that I do it again, even if my back is hurting. Like when it starts to look like a a checked box instead of things that make me come alive. That's when I want to re-examine it. That's when I need to re-examine it. And that's where I am right now and why I started asking these questions. To be able to take the day into consideration and not always ride the Peloton bike because it's Wednesday and not always listen to the daily podcast when I make my morning cup of coffee every weekday at 5.30 a.m. and not always sit in the same place for the same length of time for my meditation but instead have a structure That's made of something porous rather than stone. Still structure, but with more pliable materials. To keep my rituals and the architecture of the week so that it feels like it's moving me upwards or at least tacking me into something more steady. And then on the days when I feel pent up or too angular and cemented to run out of the house and get donuts or a new scarf and um, show up at a friend's house unexpectedly and ask them to hold my feet like that beautiful man I told you about in the episode about hope, the one that came to his house and sat with him in the dark and held his feet. And the balance between not using every square inch of free time for writing and bearing down on my dreams, but sometimes just shutting down my computer and hiking with a friend or sitting at her kitchen table while she tells me all about her day. So I see that there is value in taking our daily temperature and wondering what it is that we need today. And also then knowing that what you need and what you want aren't always the same thing. And sometimes they are because pleasure is medicine. And so is the friction of the rituals that you don't always want to do. Sometimes you're doing your day for your future self. Sometimes you have to do it for that version of yourself that you've not yet met. You are building that human from the raw scraps of what you have endured. And so we do these small days and then they add up to this big life. And it, then it it just whips by. <laughs> it's getting faster the older that we get. I can really feel that, that surge and that momentum. And so this idea of checking in with yourself for a daily prescription and it's not about it's not about just what you desire but instead what would restore you what would anchor you home and then when home feels stagnant then we need to be hurled out into the day for some adventure so Here's what this is boiled down to for me, but keep in mind that if you're in, intrigued by this and you want to install some version of this for yourself, that your categories may be entirely different. And, and I, to be honest, I haven't decided if there's a rhythm to this, whether it will be daily or weekly or every now and then, and I'm going to try a few of those possibilities on and I'll keep you posted. So with the big pots in mind, the big dreams that we need to keep stirring when we plan our little days, think about this. Take your day into consideration. And how do you have to chop wood and carry water today? What are the things that are hard in the schedule without bend? So in the first bucket, the first category, the first bucket is movement. What is a way that you can move that will support your body the best? Is it sweaty cardio? Is it slow yoga? Or a little bit of each? Is it a walk or a run or a dance party? Or just moving your your joints in circles for 20 minutes? Or maybe it's just shaking. I've been doing this lately, like shaking your limbs. Is it strength training? Is it restorative yoga to support your bones? Is it tai chi in the park? Is it Pilates? Is it is. Is it a mashup of all of these? So movement. The second. The second bucket is people or no people. <laughs> um, check in. Could you use some wise voices in your ear? Or some walks and tea with friends, some good, good counsel and some feedback. Or is solitude better medicine for you today so that you can hear yourself think? Or maybe, and, and, and more likely, it's a swirl of the two. I would just say be discerning about the energy that you let in and so that you're conscious of that and how that energy makes you feel at the end at the tail end of it. Next bucket what are you listening to? Do you listen to the same podcast every morning? I do. The daily when I make my coffee. This morning, instead of the news, instead of the daily, I I put on old gospel on vinyl. Sam Cooke and the Soul Stirrers, While I made my first cup of coffee. And it was still dark outside. And... My day felt like it started with heart instead of mind. And that felt like a really profound shift for me today. And I don't know if I'll always do that because I love the daily and I love sort of that ritual too. But just opening it up to another possibility for it to be something different and have like a whole different texture to my morning felt really, really supportive. Next bucket. Discipline versus play. So what is, what is helpful today? To keep my structure and to drive the project to the finish line? Maybe, yep. Or is the day better spent procrastinating that and procrastinating those deadlines and then getting lost in the woods? Or like my wise friend said, to go get donuts in the middle of the week with my kid and then skip home with a sugar high instead of a stable breakfast. Sometimes that's exactly what's called for. And what actually I want to point out will fuel you artistically. Because sometimes spontaneity is amazing. And then you come back to your writing desk or you come back to your canvas or you come back to whatever it is that you're creating. And it has a fresh zing to it because you've just gotten lost somewhere. You went off the beaten path. Next bucket, how can you tend to your spiritual life that feels best today? Time in prayer or meditation or a, a quiet walk in nature to slow down the noise that's going on in your brain so that you can remember your worth? Or maybe it's writing down your notes to God or whoever Your name is for the spirit that lives in you and in all of us. Rumi says, there are a thousand ways to kneel and kiss the ground. There are a thousand ways to go home again. So let your your spiritual life come alive with choice so that it's not just the same thing every day that feels deadened. All right, last bucket, food. So what are you feeding yourself today? Is it giving you enough energy and protein just on a practical level? And is it warming and grounding? Or do you need something cold and light and something grab and go? What would be the best medicine for you and for your body in terms of food today? Even if it takes a little extra time and a little extra effort. My beautiful friend, Katie Lane, who lives in New Zealand, she wrote a spontaneous post on social media last night, and I I read it twice. It was so good, <laughs> so sweet. It was about cord cutting, and her description of two different cords that were cut in the life of her small child. It's And the post in general is about the the sweetness of motherhood, and also the loss that happens within the stages of motherhood. And she first talked about the cutting of the actual cord that attached her baby to her body and how since Zoe was delivered via emergency cesarean, the surgeon is the one who actually cuts the cord during that scenario. And she wrote that the real significance of that cut that she didn't really feel or dig into until later, until well after the birth. And then she wrote about a second cord cutting of how at 16 months, her baby, in a clear and independent voice, said, No, Mama, no, to her milk, that she on her own decided not to breastfeed anymore. And then Katie so beautifully went on to write about paradox and about how there was a deep gratitude for having, once again, reign over her own body. And then there was the loss of intimacy and the connection that she feels and the tears and the longing for that and how it's both. And she wrote at the end of her post, experience is never just one thing. And her post just sat with me and I I couldn't stop thinking about it. It's never just one thing. And I was so grateful that she reminded me, especially in those charged moments, like the ones that she brings up when the cords are cut and, and life has forged a new path. It's always a loss and a gain. And then there's also a lot of middle gray. But even on the days that don't have this big ceremony or clear cord cutting, some days, most days, are also more than one thing. We are three-dimensional and so are our days. So we, we can prescribe something for ourselves that includes soft places for intuitive living as well as days that have hard edges for the structure of discipline, because we need both. We need to push through sometimes and just get there, even if we don't feel like it. And then other hours we need to wallow and be soft and malleable and a little bit more tender. And all of those choices are in service to the whole. The choice to see the light and the dark, the play and the structure, the small and the big, and the discipline and the spontaneity, to both check in and to charge ahead all in the same day, and to know the benefits of each and to feel what happens when you choose different scenarios, that is the true wisdom of presence. Thank you so much for listening to things that will help today and thank you for for listening with regularity if you do. Um, if you are loving this podcast and if you have found that it helps you on a regular ba- basis, please consider becoming a patron Every patron matters to me, and the monthly contribution ask is small, but is incredibly helpful. And other ways to help support this work is to rate and review and subscribe to this podcast and to tell your friends if you're loving it. My hope is to continue to, to expand this work and grow this community so um, that these stories have a place to live and grow, and thrive. I hope that you have a beautiful day. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and thank you again.